Hey y'all, what's up? Welcome back to Drew Presents with your boy Drew, where our connection continues to connect. So, this episode is a little funky because it's my birthday. It's my birthday. Go shorty. It's my birthday. Well, it's my birthday actually tomorrow, March 9th. And I will be 36 years old. You heard me right, people. 36. I did say 36. I know I look 25. No, let me stop. No, I, you know, someone asked me today, so, like, how do you feel? Like, you're turning 36. And I'm like, I feel the same way I felt last year. I turned 35, and now I'm 36. I feel the same. But I overall, I feel grateful, you know, because there are so many people that have not made it to 30 or 25 or hell, even 21. And it may not even be their own fault, but, um, you know, I feel like we just have to be grateful to be able to experience all of these years. And for me to even look, be able to look back and say, oh, 10 years ago, in this moment, I was 25 turning 26. And... I was thinking like, oh, 10 years from now, I'll be 36. Wow. And now I'm 36. And now I'm saying 10 years from now, I'll be 46. So I'll be like, oh, shit, I'm about to be 50. <laughs> you know what I mean? In 10 years. And it's so crazy how 10 years go so quick. Especially when um, you're a young man. Um, because I feel like we have... All of this time, you know, it, it seems like just yesterday I was at the movie theater asking people would they like a large for a quarter more? What was the 50 cent? I'm going to have to ask my friend Shanti if she remembers. Like, girl, was it a quarter or was it 50 cent? Or maybe it was the drinks. Yeah, I think, not the chocolate, but I think the drinks, you would say, would you like a large for a quarter more? And a popcorn would be, do you want a large for a dollar more or 50 cents more? Whatever. The bottom line is... Um, for me to be able to go back and say, oh my God, I remember being 16, which was 20 years ago. Um, and I was at the movie theaters working, trying to figure out how my life would go, you know, preparing to graduate from high school. And now I'm a whole ass adult now. And, you know, I, I feel like I, I accomplished a lot, um, thus far. I feel like I'm pretty successful with someone who, you know, I didn't go to college. I did go to um, a business school and I didn't finish. I dropped out early, um, but I feel like I've done pretty well for myself. Like I'm not on the streets. I've owned two homes. I've, I have a car. I pretty much have a career. Um, not that I really care for it, but anyway, <laughs> but um, I, I love doing the podcast. Um there's so many things that I've actually accomplished and even be able to reach back and, you know, I always wanted to be the one who can do things for my parents. You know what I mean? Like I I got my dad this really nice watch. Oh, excuse me. For his birthday. Um, when he turned 60, uh, two years ago and being able to just afford that watch and, not even having to put on a credit card, just like, oh, I'm paying cash. And he was just so happy. Like, he hit the, 
the smile on his face, like, oh my God, my son got me this. And, you know, so being able to do things for people and not being selfish and... Uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm having a real moment here, people. Like, I'm having a real moment where things are starting to resonate and I feel like because I like I tell all my friends everyone that knows me I tell them all the time live in the moment because it goes so quickly and I tell this to all of my young nephews and nieces and all of that live in the moment because it goes so quickly and next thing you know you're like oh shit I'm 35 or next excuse me next thing you know you're, you're 25 and you're like okay so what is next what's happening And I just had like this full circle moment, like, not to bore you guys, but I feel like, wow, like I remember being 19 and my friend who was on the show last, last week, you know, we had an apartment and just, I remember me and him like hustling, trying to get this apartment, like struggling so hard, like, damn, we're trying to get this apartment. We're going to be roommates and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And I remember like. We went to, like, so many different apartments. And remember, like, you know, we're young black men and we're trying to get apartments. I said I was 19. I actually was 21. Sorry. I was trying to get this apartment. And everybody was like, how old are you guys? And I'm like, 21. And I think he was like 19 or whatever. And they're like, oh. And they wouldn't even rent to us. You know, we're looking for an apartment in New York City and they would not rent to us. So to look back and just to think about how at 21, not having a car and grinding, and I would think I was making at the time like seven, I think I was making like $750 every two weeks. And I was like, yo, I got money. I'm going to get this place. And, you know, (laughs) it's just so crazy to me that we, when you're so young, how much you think well, not how much, but what like what you think life is about and how you think $750 is really going to take you somewhere. And obviously, you know, people now, if you make $750 every two weeks, I mean, that ain't shit right now. You know, depending on where you live and what you have and, you know, all of that stuff. But at that time, you know, I thought I was making pretty decent money. And then finally, we did find a place, and she rented to us, I think, for like $1,100, and we split the rent. And even for my friend, like, he was 19, I'm 21. We were paying for a whole apartment, you know? And we look at now, I'm 36, and I own a home. This is the second home I've owned. And now I'm paying mortgages, and... HOAs and talking about, oh, this for my property and that for my property. How much life has changed and how quickly it went by. Because it, I kid you not, it seems like just like it was yesterday, I was like hitting my friend. I'm like, Daniel, I found this place on, Cra- on Craigslist. Oh my God, Craigslist. I found this place on Craigslist. We got to meet at this such and we got to meet at this location. The person gave me the address and Remember, I didn't have a car, so I was, like, walking, you know? I was on a bus, and I was trying to travel to all these different spots to find us a place to live because we needed somewhere to live, you know? And Dane did have a car at the time, which is kind of funny because 
<laughs> he was younger than me. He had a whole car. Um, but yeah, wow. I'm just, uh, I can't believe it. So, um, yeah, it's my birthday. So I'm not really going to do much. Um, I told myself that, you know, I want to take in this moment. You know, I want to be able to say, I relax, you know, I'm off of work. I'm probably just going to go to dinner, maybe breakfast, and that is all. And the rest of the days, I'm just going to literally sit back, luxuriate, as Wendy likes to say, and enjoy time with myself and get some things done around the house that I need to do, like hang up some stuff. Or I said I was going to do this and get rid of that because there's so many damn papers in here that I have to get rid of. Um so that's what I want to do. And I'll plan something later. You know, the good thing about everything is that the um, mask mandates, for the most part, have been lifted. I'm still wearing my mask because I don't trust that shit. But um, they've been, they've been lifted. And things seem like they're probably going to start getting back to normal. So I definitely want to plan a nice vacation during the summer. Because I was afraid that, you know how you, I mean, clearly we're kind of out of COVID. From a few months ago or whatever. Um, well, not a few months ago because Amarion was out. Or Amori. Well, see, I've been saying Amarion so long, I forgot how you pronounce the shit. Omicron <laughs> was just out. But before that, I feel like we were mingling, we were shaking, and we were moving. And, you know, doing little things here and there. So, I didn't want to plan anything too crazy. So hopefully we stay like this and then in the summer I can do something with friends and we'll just have a good time. So yeah, that's the birthday plans. Um, so I'm pretty sure you guys are done hearing me talk about my birthday plans that are not really much. Um, but I do want to say this one last thing. Please people, whatever age you're turning, um... Just take it in. Take it in. Because it goes so quickly. And I, that even goes for people that are older than me who haven't taken in moments where they said, Oh my God, I turned 51. And what did I accomplish at 50? You know, what all did we do for the whole year? Or the years leading up to that number? Just take it in or sit back and reflect. I think you'll be proud of yourself. And if you're not proud of yourself, that's where you have to implement change. All right, so the first thing I wanted to talk about was <sighs> the first thing I wanted to talk about was something that I actually saw on TikTok. And, you know, by no means am I trying to demean anybody or what their pronouns are or what they identify as. I'm not trying to do that in any capa- in, in any capacity. So, don't come for me, people, okay? And it's crazy because I feel like when you put out that disclaimer, that means you're about to go at somebody. But I swear to you, I'm really not. I I found this to be a little different. And it's okay if we're different. But, so, you know, I identify as um, a male who is gay, who is homosexual. So, therefore, I am attracted to men, Right? So I was on TikTok and I'm watching this video and this man says that he's pregnant, right? And 
I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, there's nothing out of the norm for that, right? I'm, obviously, I said in my mind, okay, he must have been born female and transitioned into a male. So I'm looking, I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And then he goes on to tell his story how he went to the doctor's office and the receptionist that he spoke with knew all of his pronouns and the situation, blah, 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 blah. So he gets to the clinic and they're like, how can I help you? And he says, oh, I have an appointment. I'm kind of, I'm not saying it word for word, but it went something like, oh, it's impossible for you to have a clinic here. This is an all women's facility. Are you here for like a blood test or something? Like what's happening? They were confused. And he was like, no, my name is such and such. I have an appointment. Then the lady looked and was like, oh my God. Oh, okay, we see. Da, 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 da. So, um, I was a little confused because, okay, if you're going into a clinic for a doctor's appointment, and I guess it's an all women's facility, and you come in there looking like a male, I would think that people might be confused as well. Also, I do believe that we're in an era where you just never know, right? But I also feel like it depends on location. So in New York City, New Jersey, Atlanta, probably popular areas, it's probably, you've probably seen a transgender. Now, probably if you go to, I don't know, fucking Iowa, you probably won't see a transgender like that. Now, I don't know where this person lived. Let me just put that out there. I have no idea. But I just felt like, well, you walked into the clinic, you look like a male, and the person may have been a little confused. And then you're like, wait, I'm confused. What's happening here? So, I need you to help me help me understand. I think I would kind of understand that that might come with the territory. Like, oh, well, yeah, I, I, you know, just so, like, if I was, if I trans- transitioned into, well, let's just say I was born female, and then I transitioned into a male, and I walked into a clinic, and I obviously I look like a male, and they said, hey, this is an all-female facility, then I would probably say, Oh, I'm pregnant and, you know, I have an appointment here. This is my name. Da, 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 da. Maybe I have to go into all of the details with the people, but I wouldn't be so shocked as to why are they confused when I'm here with a beard, a Caesar and all of that. I, I guess I'm, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but do you agree with me? Like, what do you think? Obviously, I'm talking to you guys that's listening. I, I'm, I was a little confused, you know? Like, I wouldn't... And I, and I think we're in an era now where everyone is so sensitive and you have to, oh, say the right pronouns and the right this, how they, they identify and this. And I'm like, you, you have to remember, too, like, things can be confusing for people. Like, you can't expect people to get it right away. So if you say, oh, I refer, my pronouns are they and them, uh, they and them are plural, right? So if somebody's looking at you and clearly you're one person, you're singular, and then you're telling them that I identify as they, them, they might be a little confused. Now, for the most part, I mean, I feel like you should just be like, oh, okay, whatever. We'll just, if that's, if you want to be called asshole, so be it. 
I'll call you asshole. But then you can't. You have to realize too that everyone doesn't get that, and that they might say, "Hmm, or look at you oddly." I don't think that I would be so surprised. It's almost like if somebody sees two men kissing, and they get so disgusted, don't look. I'm not offended by it because you're offended. I don't give a fuck. Like, I really don't care. It doesn't make me feel any type of way. You know, some of the shows that, you know, I watch, I've heard people say, oh, here they go with this gay shit. I don't feel the need to stand up for every situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, because if, if that was the case, I would be arguing with people all day long. I don't have time for that. So when he, So when he was saying that he didn't understand why the clinic, I guess, was giving him the runaround, I just was confused. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, and maybe I'm not in touch with my LGBTQI, I guess, and maybe I have to learn some things, and I'm very open to learning some additional things. I think it's very important, but I just wanted to share that story with you guys, because I just thought... Hmm, I wonder what the people thought. I wonder what you people would think. What would you say if you was the nurse and this person came in and you thought it was, you was like, oh, this is a man, but the person is pregnant. It might throw you off a bit. Like, wait, what? What's, wait, what's happening? So I don't, I don't understand why he was feeling that way. Okay, I bet, I've, I've bet beat a dead horse with this one. Let's move on to the next topic. Okay, so one of the viewers asked me to ask me a question. It's very to the point. Um, when you're offered a job and you're leaving, you're not you're unhappy at your current employer. Should you give them two weeks or can you just say I'm out? <clears throat> okay, so for me this is for me this is a little bit simple, right? However, it's not really simple. Because I want to say it depends on your age. It also depends. It also depends on. Is it in the same industry? What is hat like? Are you going from insurance to I don't know finance? Are you going from insurance to insurance? Are you going from whatever to like? Is it within the same? Um, is it in the same field? Because you know the the, I'm like for for instance the insurance world is very small where people move around all the time. Like, they'll work at one um, firm, and then they'll move to the next firm or the next company or whatever. And then you're like, oh, that used to be my supervisor. And then that bitch moves to the next place with you, and you didn't, you know. I mean, not that that person probably should care, but I do think that if you have, if you develop relation, if you develop habits or if you have patterns that, oh, he always puts in the two weeks... Well, he's always just leaving a company and never gives a proper two weeks. That might halt you from moving up, even if you want to move up. So I think you have to think about that part of it. Um, I also feel like if you're leaving or you're switching fields, then it's probably not that big of a deal. But I do think that at, I feel like if you're over the age of, I'll just say, 30. I feel like you should give them a proper two weeks. Or if this is a job that... Oh, my God, excuse me. If that's, if it's a job that you really loved and you care for the people, give them a proper two weeks. 
sometimes it's not it's not easy to give it two weeks because you know we go on these job interviews and the next place is like okay we want you to start like next week and you're like wait i have to tell my other job no so i think if you can do what you need to do and try to give it two weeks but if we talk about mcdonald's to burger king ciao fuck that job tell them you are out I will see you when I fucking see you. I will see you in a drive-thru, bitch, when I'm ordering my motherfucking food. That's what you tell them. No, don't tell them that. But that's just how it has to be. So I would... So so my advice to you would be, it depends on the field of work, because you didn't say that, but it depends on the field of work. Um, but let's just say if it's a, a, a company that you're working for, and this is like your career and all of that, or maybe it's not your career and it's just something that you're doing for now, I would say the best thing to do would be to give it two weeks because you're showing that, okay, I'm alerting you this way. You have enough time to to get, you know, get somebody else in the door if that company is hurting for people or not. Who knows? You know, and if you could give more, then give more. But if you can't, oh, well. But I would definitely try to at least give a two weeks notice. Um And... Like I said, if it's a bullshit little job, move on, girl. Who cares? How important is relationships with family members' exes? <laughs> That's the question. Um, you know, I, I think... I believe that, okay, if if there's children involved, then maybe you might want to maintain a relationship. But I feel like if there's no children involved and there's, there's really nothing happening, then why is this person still around? Why is this person still here? You know? I will say, this is one thing. So I was dating someone, this is a long time ago. I was dating somebody, I think, in 2005. And, you know, I introduced them to all of my friends. And I wanted everybody to get along. And they got along. And, yay, it was so great. And, oh, my God, we love him. And he's such a good person. And, like, to the point where he was hanging out with my friends and family without me. Like, they would go have lunch together. He would go over their houses and all of that. Like, it became like a little crew. And I always wanted to be with somebody like that because I felt like, you know, you want to be able to take your man places and he gets along with your friends and family. And it's not like, oh, what's happening? We can't stand his fucking ass. So in, in this situation, that was the case. They got along with him. Great. Great. Then we broke up. <laughs> so we broke up and my family decided to maintain a relationship with him and friends because at that point we were together we was together for about two years when we broke up almost three and this was their friend and here it is I'm like uh why are we still talking to him I'm confused he is out the motherfucking circle I'm like he's gone like I don't understand why you guys are continuing to entertain him like he was like showing up places and if we was like hanging out somewhere somebody might have invited him and I'm like listen we can't have him coming around like this is annoying 
And then my friend sat me down and he was like, you know, Drew, what do you think about it? It's not fair. This person, you made him a part of our lives for almost three years. We were so close to him. We're still close to him. And then it's like, drop him. Fuck him. He no longer exists. And when he broke it down to me that way, I was like, you know, I felt a little bad. Because by this time, I think almost, yeah, over a year had went by and I was single and then I was dating someone else. And I just didn't want him around. Like, if I'm trying to bring my new person around, like, why is this old nigga here? Like, it's uncomfortable. Nobody fucking wants him here. And like I said, once my friend broke it down to me, I understood it. And I was like, you know, that's like somebody, you become really cool with somebody. And then somebody says, oh, don't be cool with them anymore because they're history. So I say all of that to say this. Keep them separated. You know, of course, I think if you guys are friends, so, okay, that's fine. But I feel like as far as them, like, probably having each other's number and calling and hanging out, that might be too much. Because if the person, if y'all break up, then I don't think that it's fair to let that, make that person stop being friends with them. Or your friends stop being friends with your ex because y'all broke up. But meanwhile, y'all been together five years and this person... Jumping together five years, and now your friend has to drop your ex off like a bad fucking habit. It's not fair. It's not fair at all. So I would say maybe try to not get them as close, and then I also feel like for the on the opposite side of it. Um, I know me personally. Like so, even like when I get when I get close to people, like I have a I have a couple right that they're friends. And at one point, I guess things was getting shaky and, you know, my friend never said don't talk to him, but I recall like kind of falling back, like, okay, they're not together. I'm not really trying to be messy and I don't want him to think, oh, you're still hanging with him. So I kind of fell back from him, you know what I mean? And, you know, thank God they made it so they're still together to this day. But, um, yeah, I I just feel like on the opposite side of it, just be cautious with it. You know, you don't want to hurt your friend because, or your family member, whoever it is. Because what potentially could happen is you might mess up your relationship with your friend just because you want to hold on to this relationship. That probably doesn't mean as much to you as it does with your friend or your family member. So... That's my piece of advice for that. I hope you like it. I hope it was good. I hope it wasn't bullshit. <laughs> That's what I hope. Wait, it was one thing else I was going to say about it. Damn it, what was I going to say? Um, damn it. Oh, I was going to say, boyfriends come and go, but friends are forever, so they say. But remember... Your worst enemy is somebody that was extremely close to you. So watch them, bitches. You never know what can, t- what can happen in the future. So the last topic I want to talk about is protecting black men. <laughs> Maybe it should be protecting men, period. But specifically black men, because this is who I deal with. This is what a lot of my listeners deal with. Um, it's more so about trauma. 
So, there's a few people that I know right now that are in situationships and they don't want to really be in a relationship with these people and they're leading them on. So, tell you a quick story. I hate to tell the story because it's annoying. But, so when I was younger, I was dating somebody and the person was cheating on me. And I was pure, I was innocent. This was my first relationship. Obviously, I had never cheated on anybody. But this person was like, dogging me the fuck out. So, what happened? They were cheating. I started cheating. We broke up. Now, I became a serial cheater. (laughs) I became a serial cheater. So I'm a fan of what you what people do to you, you may emulate or you might say, well, damn, that's how everybody is. And then it'll just, it, it starts the pattern of, oh my God, you're a cheater or you're a liar or you do this or you do that. And next thing we know, we're cheating on each other, we're fighting each other, whatever the situation is. So... The next relationship I got in, we're together. I'm cheating right away. Because now this person has shown me that, oh, men cheat. That's all they do. He's telling me he loves me and we're spending all this time together. And I'm like, how do you even have time to cheat? I'm confused. So now I don't trust people. So now that I'm a grown-ass man... (laughs) I always try to have the whole educational moment. So basically, when I was younger, you taught me how to cheat, right? I know people are going to be like, nigga, stop it. But no, you taught me how to cheat, and then I started cheating, and then I started cheating on people, and then those people started cheating, and so forth and so forth. Or whatever it was. Or whatever. It doesn't necessarily have to be cheating. It's I feel like whatever you put out to that person, in some way that person is going to walk away with that scar. And they're going to say, okay, wow, like you were abusive to me. Let's just say mentally you were abusive to me or verbally you were abusive to me. And now I became verbally abusive. Or now I might go into my next relationship thinking that all men are verbally abusive. So now I have this wall up whenever it comes to me dating people. So I'm just waiting for you to become verbally abusive. Or maybe I'm accepting the abuse because I'm used to receiving that and I can't identify it and say, no, you're not supposed to talk to people this way or this is not how I want to be treated. So I say all of that to say, I want you all to stop, not just the people that I'm talking about, but just in general, like stop leading people on. Like if you don't want to be in a relationship with them or if you don't want to be married or you don't want to have sex or and you're just like, oh, I can get money out of this person. Why are you doing this? For what reason? It it might be it might be harder on you at the end of the day because you wanted a quick little fix or you felt, oh, in these five minutes, all I gotta do is do this, 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 and he'll give me a hundred dollars. And I ain't even gotta fuck him or whatever. But in reality Now, let's just say 10 years later, you're trying to be serious with somebody and someone's doing the same thing to you. 
playing with your heart, playing with your emotions, just trying to get your money or whatever. And I, I can honestly say this hasn't happened to me, anything like that. I'm just saying I can see it potentially happening to people or at least that person walking away with some trauma from the relationship. So that's why every ex that I dealt with in the past, I called them up and I apologized. And I said, you know, I was cheating and I was, you know, not faithful to you. And I want to apologize because I feel like I owe you that. You didn't deserve that. And at the time, I didn't know how to communicate. And I just thought it was my own insecurities that was causing me to do stupid shit. It didn't make any sense. You know, and it needed to be done because I feel like a lot of times we break up, we have these relationships, we break up, no one apologizes, you just break up and you move on with your life. And like, oh, fuck him, he's a piece of shit or she's a piece of shit. But in reality, you you did put that person through some type of trauma and you never was able probably to probably to talk it out or just say, you know, my fault or my bad or I'm sorry or... I still fucking hate you, but I need to apologize, you know? So I think that's very important that going forward, we identify it. We say, this is a waste of my time. I'm not trying to waste your time. I don't want my time to be wasted. Let's just move the fuck on. Nice to know you, you know? And maybe that person might be on the same page with you. Now, don't take into... Don't say Drew said, listen... I want to be married because I know how you bitches do. I want to be married. He don't want to be married. So I got to get the... That's not what I'm saying. That's a completely different thing. I'm talking about in the beginning stages of a relationship or a situationship. And you're trying to figure out what is happening. And maybe you're not feeling a person like they're feeling you. That's what I'm talking about. Now, if you're in a relationship and you've been with this nigga for nine years... That's something completely different. Bitch, I can't help you. You need motherfucking therapy. I can't help that situation. I'm sorry. I am here to try to make you laugh and for you to just say, I'm zen with when. (laughs) I don't know why the fuck I just said with when. I don't know why I said that. Um, But yeah, that's all I got for you guys. So that was the show. It's my birthday tomorrow. I'm so excited. Um... So, yes, happy birthday to me. I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to thank you guys for listening to the last show, too. Like, you guys really listened to that show. And then I saw people start. Obviously, I must have got some new people listening because then they start listening to prior shows because the numbers start going up. And I definitely appreciate you guys for listening. And anytime you guys send me something via email and say, hey, can you talk about this? Or can you talk about that? I definitely appreciate that. It definitely helps um, me with some of the topics. So you guys stay blessed. Have a beautiful rest of your week and weekend. Happy birthday to all my fellow Pisces that's turning however age, whatever age you're turning this year. I love you guys. We rock. And I'll catch you guys next time on Drew Presents.